And our next guest is always fighting fit. Before we get to him, um, last week on Sports Day, I think it was last week or it might have been earlier this week. No, it was last week. We spoke to one of the better small forwards in the game. His name is Brent Daniels. And we put the question to him of the assistant coaches at the Giants, who is ready to be a senior coach? Who's one of your assistant coaches that could easily be a senior coach? Yeah, good question. Um, I think the one that sticks out is uh, Brett Montgomery. He sort of takes care of our defence and what he does in, term, in terms of that and what, what we were able to do last year was pretty impressive. So uh, probably him. And he joins us. Monty, thanks for your time. Kane, hello, mate. Gee, that, that was flattering. He doesn't usually say too much, Eddie. You've done well. <laughs> He's a man well, of very few words. He was actually fantastic on the radio. Yeah, well, no, we must he, be getting the best out of him. He, he was terrific. Maybe that's his go, Jared, because I didn't even know he had teeth. I've never seen him smile. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> um, well, can I ask you, is it, I don't know, you've, you've, you're ambitious, but um, they're hard to get these senior coaching jobs. Where does it all sit with you in your career progression at the moment? Yeah, it's it's an interesting one, Kane. They are hard to get, and so they should be. Uh, you're in charge of a lot of important things, and uh, you do steer the club, and their future is in your hands. So, yeah, they're, they're hard to get. I must say, my, my last two experiences have probably been the most shaping of of any of the experiences I've had. I had four great years at Port, mm. where we were close uh, and probably couldn't get it done, but had a lot of good things happening. And then, obviously, one year into this, or 14 months into this, and Winning a new system, which I think is the way forward in the game, has been ultra-rewarding. So, yeah, I've, I've certainly got the passion and the drive, no doubt about it. Take us through the system, Monty. I mean, you, you won't give too much away, but you're smart enough to speak around what a successful team needs to execute to have success when it matters. What does it look like? Yeah, I think that the underpinning stuff with with a system that you, you're seeing probably for four or five clubs that is, yeah, they're pretty similar. Uh, yeah, it's it, it is definitely role based, which I'm, I know is a bit of a cliche, but sort of brings that to life a little bit more than the clubs that sort of just pay lip service to roles. So they're very specific, and they help you. Most importantly, they help you move the ball. They also set the ground up really well to make sure other teams can't move the ball against you. And look, it takes some education. It certainly takes some commitment and parking the ego at the door a little. But I think we'd all agree that. The brand of footy, the uh, the reigning premiers play is a pretty exciting one, and it's role based. So, uh, yeah, look, there's a lot to like about it. Such an exciting team uh, to watch last year. A slow start, a lot of close uh, games, but uh, then really got motoring in the half at the halfway mark. Very similar to Collingwood. I talked about this earlier in the program. New coach, new system. Took a while to bet in in your first year. Bowed out in a grand final. Sorry, a prelim final by one point. Um, and you've, you've tracked that way, and you're now entering your second year, but you're entering it without any top-up. And that would be the only question mark I'd have about the Giants. The, the, no real top-up to the list from uh, senior players. Yeah, it's, it's a really good point and, and something we're really wary of. So we certainly added to our list, but we certainly didn't add any uh, ready-made no. talent, which um, you've seen some of the better teams do. Um, we, we're pretty confident that we had a an uplift or, or a – certainly an improvement in the guys that play week in, week out, just through depth of knowledge on system. You talk yep. about that prelim final where we go down by a point. The summary and conclusion out of that game was we actually didn't play that well. Uh, and our connection and depth to how we play and the knowledge of our system just didn't stack up mm. on the day. So, I mean, that gives us a great amount of optimism and confidence that 
uh, we're not too far off and maybe we didn't need a hell of a lot. It's all, it would have been nice to maybe add a A-grade midfielder. There's yeah. no doubt about that. But um, mm. that wasn't really the case. So it'll be internal and it'll be growing the depth of knowledge. That night, the goalie got a hold of you, um, Monty. Now, system means that you stick to your system. And I know you're big on this. You, you and I have discussed this for, for years and years dating back. Would you have and could you have done something different with an individual who completely lights up? Yeah, that's that's interesting because the the flexibility or the rigidity of any system um, is always a talking point. And, and when the heat's on, and, and, and in that game in particular, the heat was on, you do look to, to uh, look for cracks in it and, and where it can evolve. And tagging is one. Um, swapping matchups and, and, and not guarding areas is certainly another. Uh, slowing your, the pace of the ball down uh, is always high on the agenda. Um, so those conversations are had, but I know exactly where you're going with this. And I think these systems that are quite rigid and uh, show some inflexibility need to be able to um, make it up on the fly a little more. And I think that's the conversations mm. we're having now. Where does uh, so I'm, I'm I'm just really interested in in what you're saying um, in relation to the way you want to play. But where does individual brilliance come in? Because you can have all the role players that you like, but you've got Toby Green, who when you need a big goal and a big moment, or you need Tom Green to win a big centre bounce clearance, you've got that. So, you know, how do you weigh up that, and and how many I guess gun superstar players do you need? Yeah, look, I'd, I'd hate to to underplay or, or downplay the ability of superstar players within a role-based system. that They can still excel and um, there's still plenty of scope for them to be superstars, I, I can assure you. There's just things that keep them in the game and keep the ball being able to be moved from one end of the ground to the other. And, uh, and there's obviously the role they need to play to stop the opposition moving it. But inside of that, there's still creativity. Um, there's still a little bit of autonomy. But there's absolutely no ceiling or boundaries on star power, I can assure you. We're happy to bring as many great players in as we can. One of the guys that outperformed last year, and uh, it coincided with your, you know, rapid, uh, excellent, uh, your rapid improvement was Big Kieran Briggs, and uh, he, he just, if he wasn't the best ruckman in the competition, he was in the conversation for uh, the last three months. No doubt about it, Jared. He's a, he's a different type of ruckman too. He's undersized. Yeah. Incredibly strong. He's certainly working on his on his running base, which is at this stage not elite. It's still good, uh, and he knows that. Uh, he's got an incredible uh, clearance game about him, whether he's grabbing it and getting it forward or, or whether he's on the ground hunt. He's just better than the mm. uh, better than the 200-centimetre ruckman that he's up against. So but we, we'd expect him to take another step, as we would... We, with another six, seven guys that we thought started to stamp themselves on the game last year as well. What do you make of the the new change, the rule, the uh, Max Gorn rule we've uh, dubbed it, because uh, he, he's lost his leap to a degree, but he's got that big, strong lever and sticks it out and uh, blocks any jumping ruckman. Well, your, your guess is probably as good as mine. Um, when the whistle blows, we don't really know what's about to happen when it comes to ruck jewels. Mm. Um, you know, Kane and I... Grew up playing with Matty Primus, who made it his own. Yeah. Um, seemed to work pretty well for him. And then the, the, the adjudicators come in there. So but I honestly think what, once you took the uh, the third man in or the second jumper out of the equation, the Rucks really should be able to do what they need. 
Um, so, yeah, I'm a little uncertain about that one, Jared. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, Brett, I'm not sure you, you know, but I just saw you, Kane, uh, the two pugilists, Kane and Nathan, uh, going head-to-head on TV. You looked fierce, Kane. It was really intimidating. Pugilists. I'm going to have to look up that word in the dictionary. I've got no idea what that means, Jared. Uh, far too big a word for me, uh, but, uh, but I will check it out. Monty, what stats do you rate? Well, that's a really interesting one, mate. I, if you'd asked me that sort of two years ago, it would have been very stoppage heavy uh, and yep. territory driven. And, and now I think it's more based around the ability of both teams to, to do damage on the turnover. So where they're occurring, whether they're coming from mark or off ground, and then the ability to take it from that area to the to score, I think that's where the game's uh, evolved. I think Richmond made that their own and they did it pretty well. Um, and I think now other teams are really adopting that focus or that priority, I should say. Yeah, we had a really interesting uh, meeting yesterday at Fox. And, uh, I mean, Hoyney tells us every Tuesday night, but if you're not in the top three of both uh, negative and uh, and positive turnover, you just can't win the flag. It's History says that. There's been one outrider in 18 years, and that's the kangaroo, uh, That's uh, the Bulldogs. Yeah, great, great cultures are definitely built on defence. There's no doubt about it. But they're... Uh, the amount of time spent and value put on offence right now, um, I can assure you, is very, very high. And, and I think teams are definitely looking to move it quicker. Uh, they're, they're happy to take on a little bit more courage and risk with it. Um, I think with us in this category, it's just there's a tipping point about how quick. Uh, we, we can get a little bit too quick for our own good. Yeah. Uh, but it's a good problem to have. Aaron Cadman looked like he, uh, he, just, he just felt more comfortable last week. Yeah, but yeah, great summary. He, uh, I think we saw him jump a little more. He's a, he's a natural uh, flair forward that likes to use his space and run and jump. I don't think he wants to get in too many wrestles in his first two, three years. And I thought he had the confidence to, to run and do that. He, um, he also spent some time in the ruck, which also got him a different type of yeah. uh, opposition, which I think, I don't think anyone goes into that second ruck role loving it and thinking that uh, knees in the quads are a good idea. But I think <laughs> it got him some space. Monty, you've been all over the country, um, living the AFL dream, you've been in the industry for, for such a long time. Bulldogs as a player, Port Adelaide, you've experienced the two-town market. You've now you know, coached, as you, you mentioned, for a long period of time. You've gone to the greater west of Sydney, and I know it was a struggle to get some quality assistant coaches up there. I think Craig Jennings, is, as we, we spoke about with Dave Matthews, living in a, in a caravan. What, what's the experience like up there? <laughs> Well, I'll just set that one straight. It was a great man's 50th birthday yesterday, and he's not in a caravan. He's okay. he's in a, a he's in a yeah, yeah, pretty much yeah. It's a van, and um, look, it's it's uniquely him. Uh, it's his choice. Uh, it is a difficult in saying that though. It is a difficult place to to come to live and uh, and be an assistant. I, I'm assuming as a senior coach, that's that burden is slightly eased. But as an assistant, yeah. can be quite hard work. Um, Getting people up here, Sydney have done a great job, I think, over more than a decade to to upskill their ex-players, and and then again that eases the, eases the burden for them. And the Giants just haven't quite got the history just yet to be able to do that. Um, so importing them is the way to go, and that's where it becomes really difficult to get them and keep them. And has that been like a a, a bonding experience? I don't know for the ones that have gone up there. Well, I mean, you seen Benny Hart's up there. You mentioned Craig Jennings yourself. Like Kingers drives a drives a really strong program and has waited a long time for his opportunity. He's thriving on the back of that. But what, what, amongst yourselves, what's the, what's the relationships like? Yeah, it's a good point. You know, like we, um, it's obviously, as you said, myself, Hardy, Craig Jennings, um, 
Wayne Cripps is another one. Her brother Jason Cripps is, is moved his young family up here as well. Um, so yeah, there, there's a and obviously King. So there's a lot of people out of their depth in terms of uh, new home, new city. Jeremy Labor is pretty much our existing coach you come across from the Swans who's been outstanding. So, yeah, look, it certainly brings you closer. Uh, they are our family. Um, Hardy and myself are up here without our families, uh, Jenna also. So, uh, yeah, we've we got to make do. We've got to get tighter. We spend a lot of time together. Um, so, yeah, but it's, it's a home away from home, mate, and I think the club does it really, really well. Where do you live? Well, I've recently just moved to, to Tamarama, so I'm not complaining. No. Uh, it's a trek, um, but it's one I'm pretty happy to take on. It's uh, you got the tunnel now, which makes it a bit easier. Yeah, no, that's right, Jeff. It's, um, it's an outstanding way of life. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a trek to get out there. I must, uh, I'll be frank, it probably cost me about $18 a day to get to work, so yeah. you know, a $40 turnaround to go to work um, is not mm-hmm. ideal. But um, yeah. That's the choice we make to live over there. Oh, I'm sure you can write that off on tax, Monty. Hopefully you've got an accountant. But uh, Terry, your beautiful wife, still the superstar of the family? She absolutely is. Um, and our, and our very much, um, our home is Adelaide, and I've got four beautiful kids that love Adelaide. I'm just uh, fortunate enough right now, I've got my second oldest son up here playing in the Giants VFL. So uh, that's sort of thrown up its own new challenges, but... Yeah. It's outstanding to come home to, to someone, another family member, and a little bit of footy talk, and then we shut that down, and then we're just uh, father and son. So, yeah, it's been been quite rewarding. Great family, great footy person, Monty. Uh, we spoke to a couple of players. The impact that you've had on their success so far in a short time has, has been extraordinary. You look after all the defensive stuff, the strategy at the forefront of it, and no doubt you will get to be a senior coach one day. Appreciate your time on Sports Day, and good luck. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. GWS assistant coach Brett Montgomery joining us on Sports Day. A pugilist is a boxer, especially a professional one, Jared, which you knew, but I didn't, and I'm definitely not a professional one. You will be.